welcome everybody to the VCR cast. I am Dustin Gerard, joined by Ian Ladd. Hello. And uh, so this is this podcast is essentially going to be just a way to um, kind of add on to the reviews I'm doing on Gerard Digital Video uh, with more of like. Whereas the reviews I'm doing are more to analyze, this is more to look at more as just kind of from a more personal perspective. I give a personal perspective in those reviews, but this one gives a little bit more personality to it and then also adds in a point of view of my good friend Ian. Yeah. And uh, also just has us kind of riffing and just having a little bit more fun with it. And fun, it's all that matters here. Oh, yeah. All right, so uh, this month's video that I made was for The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh uh, from 1977. Yeah, that, that's, one, that's one thing that's interesting I want to figure out quickly is the fact that it was made in the 70s. It doesn't even feel like that at all. Yeah, definitely. It, well, or, well, I don't know. When would you say if like you hadn't known when it was made? I would have guessed well, it was like the late '80s, early '90s, like around that time all right. frame. All right. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that is kind of like a thing with Disney movies from like uh, the 20th century is that they all feel like they could f- like from like the '60s onward, they all feel like they could fit together. Yeah. Because like watching. Uh, so I've said previously that my favorite Disney movie is The Jungle Book. Mm-hmm. Uh, watching that growing up, I didn't know it was an old movie. I just knew it as a movie. Do you know when it came out exactly? Uh, 1967. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's like yep. that's when my mom was born. You, what? Yep, 1967. I found that out when doing the Jungle Book 2 video. I, I can't. That just doesn't even fit right with me because I thought Jungle yeah, Book was in like the 80s. Nah, that's a that's a sixties movie. That was the last so like one thing I go over in the video and I'll mention it here is that um the Jungle Book was the last feature that had Walt Disney's involvement before he passed away. Oh yeah, because like what, he was working on Winnie the Pooh and then he passed away, right? Uh no, he was working on the Jungle Book and oh, he passed okay. away. Uh Winnie the Pooh has the last bit of involvement from him though. Oh, that's what I was because, trying to reference. Uh, yeah, because he worked on the two featurettes, which were um, uh, Pooh in the Honey Tree and Blustery Day, hmm. which are both in this movie. Because this movie is just a collection of all of the original Winnie the Pooh featurettes. Yeah. And then like with the story of the narrator kind of connecting all of it together to make it seem like one yeah. big movie. Mm, they add different scenes to connect together. Which, um, I'm not gonna lie, I did not know that till like a couple years ago, like when a friend and I were talking about the film. Yeah, I didn't know that until recently. Um, what thing is, although also until recently, I thought this was a TV show. Yeah, I thought that because, as well because you see it a lot on TV and you see it broken down. Yeah, well, because it was originally featurettes. Yeah, but yeah, that's why I'm like, oh yeah, this was just a TV show, but. Like, I knew that I watched them all together, but my idea was like, oh, they were just, it was a collection of the TV show on VHS that I watched, because, like, I used to have that with, like, uh, Blue's Clues and Spongebob. I would have those collections on VHS. Yeah, just imagine, like, our whole entire childhood was a lie. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and so, yeah, they ended up putting all the featurettes together into one feature film. Um, 
I never found anything explicitly saying this, but I feel like part of the reason they did that was because in the 70s, Disney was not making a lot of money. Yeah. So it made a lot of sense to reuse old stuff. That's why um, you have a lot of stuff with like the uh, Xerox era of Disney. Are you aware of what that is? Um, I'm vaguely familiar, but I'm not 100% concrete on it. So what they would do is... Um, they would essentially trace over old animations huh. that they made to do to make newer ones. Um, so it's probably like re- the most. Sorry. So it's a, uh, so it's kind of like repurposing assets in a way. Yeah. Um, the most egregious example of this, and one that I do want to go over in the future, is um, uh, Disney's version of the Robin Hood. Really. Uh, if you look at a lot of that, like. Um, have you seen uh, Disney's Robin Hood? Um, it's been a it's been a long time, but I have seen it before. All right, so you know what little who Little John looks like? Yeah, he looks like Blue from the Jungle Book. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so no. like, that was used. If you look at certain scenes, they're lifted from other movies, and like it's not just this movie that did it. The Jungle Book did it. Even uh, I can't remember the exact scene that they ripped, but um. Uh, Winnie the Pooh one that I noticed was like one of the last scenes with Christopher Robin you see him like throwing two rocks that is traced from the Jungle Book as well um yeah the biggest connection is between the Jungle Book and Robin Hood because of there was just so much trace from that and you can tell with Little John looking like blue man my whole entire perception of everything that I've known and love has just been a lie (laughs) Uh, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> and also, um, going back to the thing where they were showing off the snippet parts, I think that's because like, wasn't Winnie the Pooh like a like a European children's story? Yes, it was. And it was a series of books by A. A. Milne. Yeah, and I feel like that they did the series so that way they can introduce the American audience to it rather than just make one big thing and then people not care about it. Definitely, that's definitely like a huge thing that Disney would have done because like, you're not just gonna like give like a whole movie uh well eh, i guess you could because um the tim tim movies did pretty well and those are uh based on french books ah uh, that you gotta love the french yeah but one- uh the french <laughs> the french but um also i didn't realize that the gopher that he the gopher wasn't in the book really yeah apparently like because they wanted to add their own little character to it and like that's why the gopher isn't fully in the film he's there for a little bit of comedic relief yeah pretty much he's all he only really shows up in uh uh, Pooh and the Honey Tree, really, where um, they're trying to get him out of Rabbit's house. <laughs> Just blow the thing up with dynamite. That'll, that'll be effective. I, I mean, yeah, it'll be effective. I don't know how happy Rabbit will be about <laughs> that, but it'll work. Dude, Rabbit, I don't know why, but every other character has some positive traits that I love about them, except for Rabbit. Yeah, Rabbit is very much a Squidward character. He's made to be that guy with a stick up his ass that you don't really like. Oh, we can use profanity now. Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't care too much about using profanity. I want it to be light. Yeah, but like, I'll, I'll try not to go too heavy can. on the swearing, but... Yeah, like, yeah. with Rabbit, it's like... like the, I'll the Squidward thing, that's true, but he's more like that old man in the group. Rather than just, yeah. rather than just like, yeah. the adult who's just tired of everything, it's like that one old guy that's like, you step foot on my lawn, I'm going to kick your ass. Like, that type of guy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, with that gopher, I'm going back to that quickly, um... I love how, like, for comedic relief, he just falls down the hole, and I just love that so mm-hmm. much. Yeah, you'd think that uh, Gopher would be uh, used to, you know, having a 
pole right next to him because you know that's what they do they dig yeah. around yeah and so just seeing him fall down it's like y- you made this problem for yourself this is up this is your own creation and this is your consequence yeah um i was gonna go more with um stuff like that um i i don't know about like the full dream sequence you know um the uh heffalumps and woozles dream don't get that... me started on that that is nightmare fuel have you watched Alice in Wonderland recently? I don't know yeah. if they trace any of that, but a lot of it looks like stuff that would be in Alice in Wonderland. I kind of got like Alice in Wonderland type of vibes, but then again, anything trippy, I just automatically assume it's Alice in Wonderland inspired. So, mm-hmm. and then uh, going also with Rabbit, I'm pretty sure he was based off of, um, or at least they trace certain things from um, the Mad Hatter for him. I can kind of see like the way he walks and a little bit of his mannerisms, like. Yeah, and like when he uh, is celebrating uh, Pooh finally uh, budging. Yeah, like with the from jumping and stuff. His house. Well, there's one point where like he pulls down his ears and his eyes go all crazy, and that looks exactly like one of the scenes from Alice in Wonderland. Probably. Like if I if I watch it again, I can like 100% say like yeah, that's that looks like it. But you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and obviously it's easier for me because I recently have looked at a bunch of uh, you know. Uh, xerox era stuff and then also i watched this movie twice and then also edited it yeah into a video so like yeah but um yeah you get a lot of that with uh xerox era stuff in this movie this is a this movie is definitely a great example of uh disney's xerox era i mean honestly they've even so like mostly it's talked about in the 20th century them using that because going into the 21st century Disney was making a lot more move or a lot more money because they were releasing their old movies um, like in the 90s they started releasing their old movies on home video yeah which ended up making them a lot and then with the success of the Disney Channel and stuff like that they were able to make more money that way. Um, speaking of the Disney Channel, uh, Disney, if you could please uh, put House of Mouse on Disney Plus, I would appreciate it. That would be a uh, very nice thing for them to do. Yeah, do you remember House of Mouse? I vaguely remember watching it a lot with my grandpa as a kid. Because mm-hmm. you know yeah, that was like one of the just... only things that he would ever watch with us. Yeah, yeah, I love the concept of that. It's just like, yeah, we have like all these cartoon characters let's make a show where they are all going to like this nightclub essentially <laughs> oh disneying your yeah. beautiful creations oh uh, yeah they made they made some good stuff and soon or later they will own everything oh eventually they're gonna take over the world yep yep yeah they have i mean they have um one of the biggest uh streaming platforms in the world they own one of the two biggest uh comic book um plat or comic book companies in the world what are they on again uh, they own marvel they own marvel yeah man i'm so out of touch yeah they make all the yeah they make all the or well i think it was like i think the first avengers movie was the last uh marvel studios movie that was made without disney because all the they were originally with paramount would publish all the movies yeah uh but they would mostly be funded by marvel themselves and then disney bought out marvel hmm. and that's why if you look at uh thanos from the end credits scene of the first avengers movie and then you look at him in infinity war they look completely different yeah i was wondering why they look a little different i thought it was just like an editing like choice or something or uh, a stylistic no, it's choice of money. <laughs> it's because of money does that mean we can see mickey mouse in um the newest avengers game <laughs> i you know i wouldn't be surprised Dude, that'd be funny, i would though. not be surprised 
Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, the Avengers already all showed up in uh, Disney Infinity. <laughs> Although nobody played Disney Infinity. So. No, no, nobody really did. I remember like people were saying, oh, I'm going to get this. But then they got it and they're like, yeah, I'm not going to play this again. Or they just never cared about it. Yeah, that's kind of just a good summing up of the Toys for Life genre. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty, cool, um, pretty much. Yep. So, uh, going more uh, directly into the movie, we start out with the uh, live action shot. And um, this was something that you'd see like a little bit with Disney. They didn't dabble too much in live action back in the day, but yeah, they, they would use it sparingly. Uh, this was a kind of a good use of it because it definitely illustrated the fact that all of these stories were taking place in a child's animation or child's animation, a child's imagination. Yeah. The other so thing, it, the only thing I don't yeah, like continue. about it is, um, I don't like how the scene is like dragged on for a little bit. Like it could have been shorter for me, but this it's the yeah. music. The music helps out a lot. It makes it, the music really does. Yeah. yeah. Cause if the music wasn't that great, I'd be like, all right, let's hurry it up. Let's get to the film. But I don't mind like mm-hmm. looking around the child's room, seeing all the toys and stuff. Like, yeah. It, it's they good. look weird, but well, it's, it's a product of the it's a product of the time. It's not gonna look like yeah. now. It looks, mm-hmm. looks more like an actual bear than you know the big fluffy Winnie the Pooh that we all know and love. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen the one that I have. I'm pretty sure that one was from the '90s that I have. Um, because like I had I posted the TikTok of while I was starting to edit the video. Yeah, I think I and I yes I was yeah, trying I to set him on my uh, mic arm. It was on my For You page. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I've noticed is that when you're uh, friends with someone on TikTok, um, their stuff will show up on your For You page instead of on your following page, which is kind of weird. My For You page is so weird right now. Oh, yeah, what's going on there? Uh, It's a combination of politics, spiral arts, ukulele, and um, there's this one girl who just, like, stares at the camera, does nothing at all. Like, I'm not following her at all. She just stares at the camera, and then that's it. She just keeps popping up on your for you? Yeah, and, like, she has, like, 7,000 followers, and I'm like, is this a sign where it's, like, if I follow her, she'll stop? Mm. Yeah, mine's, like, half comedy, half e-girls, and it's, like, I did this to myself, (laughs) because... This is a hole you dug. Yeah, it's a hole I dug for myself. And then, like, I'll get, like, the political ones in here every now and then. Um... There was like this one guy, and I don't want to get too political because this yeah. is a podcast about Winnie the Pooh. But um, <laughs> we're gonna get to a heated debate about politics because of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, but um, he um was making content that like was you know pretty comedic. I'm like okay, and then so like I sc- start scrolling through his stuff. I'm like all right, yeah, this is fine. And then like you know I followed him, and then I go see him on my following page, and then the first thing I see from him is like some conspiracy theory stuff. Hmm. And it's just like, come on, man. I, yeah. I liked you. And like the first video on my following page I see of you is this conspiracy theory crap. Yeah. Um, one of the things that I did with TikTok, one of the things that like when I started, it's I'm never going to bring politics onto my page at all. Yeah, that's a good idea. Like I'm just going to stick to gaming. I may follow you know certain political co- creators because I like their content, but I'm never going to mm-hmm. like give my political opinions. Just gaming. That's it. Yeah. Like... I mean, that's why I, like, stepped around that subject, like, very carefully just now. Yeah. Hi there. So, while talking about not wanting to get political, it went on a bit too long to the point where it just became a political conversation. So, yeah, we uh, decided to cut that out. 
Anyway, back to Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that definitely, definitely. This might end up getting cut out because yeah, we try, try and talk about Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> I just love how like we went to a political discussion in TikTok because of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like, let's, I'll let's try keep to keep it. in let's... like some of the TikTok stuff, but yeah. like I let's might keep it all cut in. around a little bit. Yeah. Ah, keep it all. Keep it all. <laughs> uh, back, but back to Winnie the Pooh. I'll keep the audio synced. <laughs> we'll keep the audio synced. Yeah. Um. So anyway, back to the issue at hand, Winnie the Pooh. Um, uh, one thing, uh, when they do like the storybook, like little song and dance opening, mm-hmm. um, do you notice what Piglet looks like in the beginning? Because in the beginning, he just looks like an actual pig. Yeah. I, like, no, he doesn't. His face looks more pig-like than it does in the rest of the movie. I feel like that was probably, like, that's when they... F- I feel like it was either a late drawing that they did and they forgot to change it over to the new drawing, or it's like, oh, yeah. hey, this is what we got. Then midway through uh, drawing it, they're like, oh, we should probably make Piglet look a little different, don't you think? Yeah, it might or it might be a situation of, like, that's what he looked like in... Um, the book and wanted to be a little bit more uh, mm-hmm. true and true, but then they're like, yeah, we want to put a little bit of our twist onto it. Yeah, but they're like... Because they were showing, like, you know, the storybook in the beginning. They're like, all right, let's show what Piglet originally looked like. And then we'll put in... Um, then we'll put in our interpretation. I have a screenshot I took of it because... Um, for the video, because I mention it. Right. Uh, it will take me just... If I could find the folder. That's <laughs> why um, so I got to label everything, man. Not everything's labeled. I just... Uh, I'm bad at finding things. It's not not on your desktop or anything. Uh, it's I have a Winnie the Pooh folder. <laughs> That's worse. I thought I'd never hear you say. <laughs> um. Okay. I. Did you? All right. I can't find it. Whatever. Aww. I'll show it to you later. Okay. It's just he looks. Yeah, he looks way different in there than the rest of the movie yeah um bad for piglet because like he's always stuttering and he's so nervous to speak up mm-hmm. and that's why he ends up getting his house taken from him yep she's like i get i i wanted to say that i kind of get it but i don't it's just like yeah it's okay, like like no, you can continue. That's right. It's like, I understand that people, like, this character's supposed to be nervous and stuff, but if you're that scared and nervous to where you lose your whole property, that's kind of a problem. Yeah. I'm like, I don't mind that as, like, a character flaw. It's just that everybody else goes along with it. Yeah, it's like, oh, hey, I found this nice big old house for you. No, 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 that's my house. Everyone's like, nah, man, this is this guy's house now. It's his. Well, even, like, um, like, Pooh, um rabbit and um christopher robin all know that it's piglet's house yeah they just and they go all with it. feel bad for him but they don't try to help and also just fuck eeyore just entirely <laughs> that depressed little bitch yeah i like I, I feel bad for him and i understand why a lot of people like eeyore but like come on man yeah like, it's like I understand, make like, sure no all... one else lives in that house before giving it to owl <laughs> make sure there isn't a giant sign that people know that you know people that someone lives yeah. there but now just give it to give yeah. it to him mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know it's it is what it is i guess Eeyore's kind it... of a jerk <laughs> yeah um but yeah so one thing that you haven't seen in the video yet, you know the little song about exercise that Pooh does in the beginning? Yep. 
um, the uh, Winnie the Pooh little doll that I have that I'm using as a prop in the video, um, it has a voice box in it, and when you squeeze it, it it actually plays that song. I don't know if you can hear it. I can hear that, and oh my god. And then when you squeeze again while it's already going, he laughs. Oh, dude, that's nice. Yep. And then, yeah, you just have to slap it to make it stop. I don't know if that's supposed to happen or if <laughs> I just... You have to hit Woody to make him shut up. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, uh, which, uh, yeah. Yeah. I... The thing is, like, I had this throughout my entire childhood and I loved it, but I always had a thing with stuffed animals where, like, I preferred that they didn't talk. Yeah. Because, like, I'd, I'd rather like in my imagination talk for him because i was an imaginative kid i my mind was always going 20 miles per hour or 20 miles per hour 100 miles per hour <laughs> trying to think of like you know just coming up with like little scenarios and stuff because i was a creative type which is why i'm doing podcasts and youtube shit right now yeah it's always good being a creative kid oh yeah it's more fun especially when i wasn't an only child but um my uh, half-sister was only around on my dad's days off, so I didn't see her that often. So, like, I spent a lot of time alone. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, anyway, uh, going back into this, so we have the song about exercise. Um, he was like, all right, well, I, I've gotten done exercising time to get some food so he uh goes off to find some honey uh tries the tree uh falls um one thing i noted in the video is that the way he falls um he goes stiff yeah like a stuffed animal that's one of the little things it's like hey he, he isn't a like a living bear he is a stuffed animal Mm-hmm. I yeah, kind of like that little like nod. Like if you don't pay attention to it, like you're not gonna recognize it. But then you see it, and it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I like the little details like that. Yeah. Um, more examples like when Christopher Robin picks up Piglet, uh, he just kind of goes limp as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course Eeyore losing his tail, having to get it nailed back on. Just imagine that you lose your tail, then you have to like get it hammered back in. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Like, I know it's a stylistic choice, but why hasn't it been, like, sewn on or something if he keeps losing it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know. It might... I don't know. I don't have an like it's, explanation it's for It's a stylistic that. choice, but it's like, come on. It keeps falling off. Give the, give the guy some, like, duct tape or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, put his tail back on with flex tape. <laughs> uh, there's always show flex you the tape power of flex <laughs> To show you the power of flex tape, I ripped this donkey's tail off. Jeez! <laughs> oh god, that's that's terrible. Uh, you ripped off a donkey's tail to just put it back on there. Reflex tape. Available everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Um. So yeah, so he climbs up, falls out, um, goes to get help from Christopher Robin. Uh, covers himself in mud to look like a rain cloud and then ties a balloon to himself so he can float up. That, um, that's what happens when you use 100% of your brain. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, ends up getting swarmed by the bees because he tries, he accidentally uh, sh eats them. Mm -hmm. It's just 
No. It's like I was trying to say God, he didn't that. feel the bees like when he reached inside, but then again. Yeah, just crawling all over his hand. Yeah. Yeah. Puts it in his mouth like, hmm, everything's fine. Everything's fine, and then nothing is fine. <laughs> Mouthful of bees. Yep. And then uh so he Then he goes into yeah. anaphylactic shock. <laughs> yes, and he dies. The movie ends right there, just a few minutes in. Yeah, just imagine that. <laughs> oh my god, you'd have children crying in the theaters. I would laugh my ass off. Do you remember um, when Toy Story 3 had just come out? There was a pirated version going around the internet mm-hmm. where, um, you know the incinerator scene? Yeah. Where they're, and then they end up getting saved by the aliens? Mm-hmm. They uh, cut to a silent version of the credits right before they got saved. Oh my god, that is and so evil, and I love it. <laughs> oh man, yeah, just like, boom, this is where it ends. <laughs> and like, people who were pirating the movie freaked out because they didn't realize that's what the ending was. But and all they had known was that, oh, people were crying in the theater over this movie and they thought that that's why is because everybody yeah. dies <laughs> uh whoever came uh, with that idea i want to shake their hand seriously yeah um anyway no he doesn't go into anaphylactic shock he just ends no. up getting swarmed a little bit um hides with christopher robin in the mud puddle and uh goes on to continue looking for honey this time asking rabbit he gets his he gets honey um from him ends up eating all of rabbit's honey <laughs> i just love like the look that he gave like when rabbit poured a little bit of it he's like dude just, what the hell come on man dude you know that's not enough i, I want more come on g- just give me the whole thing just, yeah just give me the whole thing as well as every other honey pot you have in your house <laughs> oh yeah this is a robbery yeah. now yep uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah get, ends up getting stuck in the door uh he's stuck there for a few days that's days uh, like they didn't even really try they're just like yeah we're gonna leave him here let him get skinny you gonna, know let him starve yeah. that type of stuff yeah i mean it worked but like he could have found something better so there could have been another like, better way but no we're just gonna leave him yeah. in the hole like they're the two ideas they presented were the two like biggest extremes it was either let him starve and get skinny or have gopher blow up rabbit's house <laughs> yeah so one thing uh, I'm wondering like, is, uh, with Gopher's voice, like, who came up with that idea? Oh, the whistling? Yeah, that's one of the things where I'm like, I don't really like Gopher that much. Like with Hef- is it because he reminds you of Herbert the Pervert? Well, okay, now it does. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, because, like, when I wear headphones while I was watching the film, it's, like, really high-pitched, oh, and it, like, it pierces my yeah. ears. Yeah, I can... I, I was listening to it open air, so I didn't get that problem too much. Yeah, lucky but. you. Yeah, but now I'm gonna think of Herbert the Perfect every time I see Gopher. Now, thanks. Uh, um, I thought you were gonna say a thing about like the voice actors because like I didn't look up who uh, voiced Gopher because he's not that important of a character. Um, but like for one thing, like um, do you remember the Aristocats? Yeah, I remember uh, Pooh played the mouse from the Aristocats, hmm. and then or the guy who played Pooh, and then he also played uh, Ka from the Jungle Book. Yep, I knew that. Yep, and um, Christopher Robin actually was played by multiple different uh, voice actors because you know the whole featurettes. Yeah, and then like uh, for the movie, they like re-recorded like with one guy. Was it the, the original guy or was it a different person? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Actually, no, I think they kept the all the recordings because you can tell in certain ones that it does sound a little bit different. Yeah, but for the most part, it's similar. Yeah. Um, one of them, and I can't tell which part it is. I think it was in the beginning, um, was the same guy who voiced Mowgli. Huh. Yeah. I didn't so, know that. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's a case of Disney using a lot of the same actors. Um, and the same scenes and all that stuff. And the same scenes. Disney's just reusing everything. Trying to save a nickel. Yeah. Uh, oh, one thing I was about to say earlier, but I never got to, was, um, like, with Xerox there, it's mostly thought of in the, um, you know, in the 20th century. However, um, I think as recent as Princess and the Frog, they've reused some scenes really but that was more as an homage rather than uh. because they needed to which is why it was like only one scene that they reused okay rather than just like a whole bunch of the film yeah yeah all right that makes yeah, that makes more sense they, they didn't pull like a full robin hood but they <laughs> definitely reused some stuff okay yeah all right yeah it's- um so anyway uh yeah Pooh gets stuck there they leave him there they rather than going the middle ground of getting a shovel they just leave him there <laughs> it's like rather than you know, dig around the hole a little bit fill it back in later yeah. nah we're just gonna leave him there man he'll be, he'll be mm-hmm. fine he'll be fine yeah. yeah or you know rather than just filling in around the hole getting rabbit an actual door like i understand that he's a rabbit but he has an actual door in the back yeah like how does that make sense exactly like this man has a legit like beautiful oak door in the back but in the front he just got a hole he dug <laughs> Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. and that's his front door. Like, if the hole he dug was his back door, that'd be one thing. The back of the house is door. nicer than the front of the house. Yeah, it's. I don't know, man. Ah, uh, Disney, know. why? <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Pooh ends up getting skinny enough to be pulled out. They all yank him out, send him three pages over back into the honey tree. I love how with the transition, he just gets like yeeted. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's I just yeah, him soaring across the pages is just I like when um movies based on stories acknowledge the fact that they were originally a book. Mm-hmm. Um The Jungle Book does this lightly with like, you know, the opening and closing of the book in the beginning. Yeah, but there's like nothing else that really correlates that it's from the book. Yeah. Yeah, this movie like really leans into that and then the other the only other movie I can really think of is uh, Hoodwinked. That really leans into the fact that it's based on a storybook. I have not heard that name in so long. <laughs> You're bringing yeah. back so many memories, man. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I... That is one that I'm going to look back at, because, like, with, like, all these so far, I'm looking back at them, I loved them as a kid, but will I love them now? And the answer is usually yes. I don't know if that's going to be the same for Hoodwinked. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Hoodwinked's like, man, this movie is great as a kid. As an adult, it's like... Why did I ever enjoy this as much as I did? Remember the remember the sequel that nobody watched? I forgot there was a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> All I was... remember is that there was like in the trailer there was stuff of them being like spies, and I'm like, I don't want to watch this. It's like, how do we get from there to here? And whoever yeah. did that needs to be fired. And also, like, there is no sequel to there is no sequel to Red Riding Hood. I don't know how you do this. I don't know with the people who like, come up with this <laughs> yeah. um the roles so, are reversed <laughs> everything's reversed essentially same story just with the everything's in reverse 
sure sure um like the only no that wasn't even a sequel i was thinking like this one book i used to like and it was um i thought of it as a sequel but it's not really it's more of just like an alternate perspective of um of uh the three pigs hmm where it's instead of from the perspective of the pigs it's of the perspective the perspective of the wolf really yeah and like it makes you think about it differently uh, do, you, um, do you remember like what the like the perspective of the wolf is or uh he wasn't actually trying to eat any of the pigs what was he trying to do he was just trying to ask them for food. Really? Because, like, he, he was starving. So and the... he would accidentally knock their houses down. And then in the end, like, he's... Like, I think they had... I think they, were like, had attacked him or, like, antagonized him to something. So he's trying to break into the brick house, and then he gets arrested. So, literally, the pigs were just... So, the were the pigs would the pigs be at fault at that point in time? Or, like, what would that be? Well, they were... Like, kind of nervous? So here's the thing, is, like, they were afraid of him, like, for, oh. you know, good reason. It's a wolf. So it was, like, a complete misunderstanding. Essentially. Although he did also knock down two houses. Yeah, I don't know how that's happened, where, like, you get so hungry, you accidentally, like, destroy a house. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they, like, played it off as, like, oh, he doesn't know his own strength. Uh. Oh, wait, no, he sneezed. How does it... Oh, yeah, because I forgot straw, then stick. Yeah. I was thinking of like a like, I was thinking of like a yeah, normal I was thinking cottage. If he had a cold. <laughs> he this dude had a cold and then because of his cold he got arrested. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. <laughs> Great storytelling. He sneezed two houses down. <laughs> the, uh, I can't remember what it was called. I'd have to look through a bunch of old storybooks to see if I could find it cuz I know I had it. I originally like read it in school but then I ended up getting my own copy because I liked the book that much. Hmm. Yeah. Um so anyway, uh, we go into like the next chapter, and uh, it's this one's blustery day. This was the last feature that di that uh, Walt Disney had worked on. All right. Um. Uh, so this one, it's a lot of it is centered around uh, in the beginning anyway, centered around Piglet. Uh, this is where we get like the setup of um, him caring about his house so much and it being you know his family home. Uh, there's like the sign that I assume was originally trespassers will be uh, prosecuted, also, but the uh, sign fell off, so it just says trespasser will. I thought it was trespassers will be shot, but all right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I'm trying to be PG. Well, I'm not trying to no. be PG. I've already sworn a couple yeah. times. <laughs> They'll be prosecuted with bullets. I mean, yeah. Uh, and then like Piggly's like, oh yeah, that stands for uh, my grandfather's name, trespassers William. Sure, buddy. Which What's up? I said, sure, buddy, sure. It means trespassers, William. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, nice little touch. Nice little uh, touch of innocence in there. <laughs> Should I keep things family uh, friendly? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, he's uh, sweeping the leaves rather than raking them. I don't know. It, whatever. It, it's a movie. Uh, don't question it. <laughs> yeah. He ends up getting blown around a lot. Um, uh, Pooh's, like grabs him by the uh by his scarf scarf unravels so it's just a thread so we just have a piglet kite that's one thing i've always wondered is why does it always get unraveled and not ripped yeah really like i like i've had those threads like they come out and they, they pull but like even with that it doesn't like fully unravel anything it just because yeah, like it if he's hanging on by the scarf off. it would like rip in half but no it just perfectly unravels yeah. till there's one singular thread 
yeah it's uh, or like what would make more sense is like yeah if it's like one thread that's getting pulled the thread would end up just getting pulled off the scarf mm-hmm. in general yeah, yeah it would break easily yeah yeah i mean like i'm not trying to sound too much like cinema sins but like, yeah, yeah no it's like it's like one of those things where um thanks to college like you kind of see that and you just question it like why yeah it's just because of us you know do, going through our broadcasting stuff it's just uh that one class he was right about he's gonna ruin film for everything <laughs> yeah uh yeah he w- he was very much right about that um yep one thing that's been ruined for me since college is just like because like now that i'm more aware about films i look into them more closely and when you look at films closely cgi looks terrible yes yes like even in like huge big budget movies you notice um, like how things look a little bit you know not saturated you look how things look a little bit off not as sharp as they should be and you're yeah, just like uh, who is the intern that did this and who and he needs to be fired yeah, my first time watching a Endgame at the drive-in, uh, one thing that just like stuck with me, because like a lot of the CGI they do very well. Yeah. Because you know it's Disney. But um, there was just one where it's like they obviously had like a real prop there at one point, mm-hmm. and then replaced it with a CGI one. It's like if you have and the real prop, just uh, keep it. Yeah. Well, they had to make it a CGI one because what happened was it was like a bench. And Hulk just like threw it. And it was just out of frustration. And so like first of all, that didn't need to be there. No. Nah. You just had you could have had like any other thing. And like, you know, he just like picks it up and like throws it off like Team Rocket style. Yeah. And but it just you notice it change from a real life object to a CGI one. And it just like takes you out of it. Cause like even with like the Hulk in that movie, like They've gotten to a point where they can make the Hulk look really good and blend into the scenes, especially now that he looks more like um, oh, I can't think of the actor's name. Oh, that uh, plays him. give me a second. You can talk. You know. I think, oh, you're looking it up. Yep. I'm going to look it up. All right. Uh, like they've made it look a lot more like him now, especially since. Um, have you watched Endgame? I have watched Endgame. All right. So and then like minor the most minor of spoilers for endgame um uh the hulk and bruce are more at peace so like you have uh the hulk's brawn but you still have uh, bruce's brains rolled into one and then with that they've also made the two of them look a lot more alike so even like looking at uh the last full appearance of the hulk in um infinity war and then them in endgame they look very different the endgame one looks a lot more like the actor who plays him yep it's um yeah. mark ruffalo Did I say mark ruffalo yep yep the uh second person to play him in the mcu because uh the first guy was too hard to work with yeah 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 but um why did we get talking about cgi uh uh, something involving oh, stuff that gets ruined in movies yeah, that's why um so yeah he ends up piglet gets blown around like a kite um drags Pooh along with him uh who ruins eeyore's chick house mm-hmm. and eeyore's only uh, response to his uh thanks for noticing me that's why he gets rid of piglet's house 
Okay, you know what? I feel bad for putting can hashtag cancel Eeyore into my video now. Because <laughs> think about it, like, he was trying to build his house, he was a little bit proud, gets destroyed, and it's like, you know what, motherfucker, I'm going to give him your house instead. Ah, oh, that makes so much more sense now. There you go. I feel bad for you can still cancel so Eeyore. hard on Eeyore. No, you can still cancel him, though, because he gave, gave his whole house away out of pettiness. Yeah. Also, like, it's comparing a pile of sticks to an entire tree. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, they both get sent into Owl's window. Um, I don't know if I sent you, like, the image of just, like, a close-up on Piglet smashed up against the window. I'd send it to, I know I sent it to uh, Brandon and Steve and Alexis, and, yeah, and I they found that to be funny. I saw it in the video, and I just chuckled a bit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... They get pressed up against the window. They're let in. Owl. I like the um, character work they do with Owl in this scene, making him very much uh, showcasing the old wise characteristics of him and like going off and telling like a long story from his childhood. Mm -hmm. Definitely making him out to be like the old man character of the movie. Yeah. He's definitely like the uh, wise old man, whereas uh, Rabbit's the, the angry old man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Owl's your grandfather, and uh, Rabbit is your uncle who always ruins Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't confirm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, he goes on about the previous windstorms, and uh, as this happens, uh, the wind gets even stronger and knocks over the tree that Owl's house is in. Uh demolishes the whole thing everybody just decides that they're better off finding owl a new house than trying to rebuild the old one which like fair yeah like, it would take a lot to build a house in a tree like cause then you'd also still have to find a tree you know now going into that they could have just had they could have just turned piglet's place into a duplex yeah like piglet lives in the tree and then uh, owl lives in a house built in the branches. It's like they could have done so much, but then again, like I don't think that'd be like tied into the story. So yeah, yeah, I'm. I know it's like I'm criticizing things that are important to the story. Yeah, it's like and, the realistic. Like, it's like the realistic option that we all are thinking of, but then it's like yeah. you know we can't just go that way because it's the story. Yeah, that and I just like really like Piglet and I want the best for him. Yeah, give him some confidence. That's all he needs. Yeah. Um, also, he could have uh, been roommates with Owl rather than Pooh. Yeah. Like, kept his house and let Owl live there. That's a thing he could have done. He could have done that, but, but no. instead, nope, just have the whole house. I'm not going to say a word. Yeah, I'll, I'll go live with Pooh. <laughs> um, I just, um, I'm, I'm looking at my script for notes because I didn't actually write down notes. I just wrote the script as I watched the movie. Yeah. And, um, so, like, next scene is, uh, or yeah next scene is like Pooh sitting in bed afraid of noises he's hearing outside and uh so like going to investigate you know Pooh grabs like uh, you know the toy cork gun <laughs> yeah, Pooh, and so Pooh like, when writing in this writing in the script the line is deciding to investigate Pooh brandishing a gun sorta opens his front door letting in Tigger and I like so like the majority of my script is uh size 11 yeah and the sorta is size 7 <laughs> In a sorta size seven, the sorta is in size seven. Yeah, oh, so I okay. just like make that smaller. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Which like is only funny to me because I'm the only one really looking at the script. 
Yeah, it's like it's if you find like, things more funny and the words that you write, other people are not gonna find it that funny. But I can yeah, see well, nobody's funny, gonna though. know that I. The only way they're gonna know about the sword inside seven is because just because I'm talking about it in the podcast and yeah. going on about it for way too long. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we have um, the introduction of Tigger. I realize that he's way more of a jerk than I originally thought. Yeah. Yeah, like I love Tigger, but come on, man. Just bars into a house, jumps on a guy, then does a nice little song. Yeah. Eats his honey. Yeah. <laughs> even though he doesn't like honey. Everything that... It's like, he says he likes something, and then immediately he's like, yeah, no, we don't like this at all. It's He's that guy who, uh, in, like, school, who tries to fit in, even though he doesn't know what something is. Oh, I know plenty of those. Head for you, I'm sorry, what'd you say? So I know plenty of those type of people back in school. Yep. I, this Honestly, it makes me think of... Um, there was this one guy like hit on the bus and i was like oh yeah i just got this new game early like he's like oh yeah i've played that before and i'm like oh really oh really what's it about yeah and they're like he can't tell me i'm like uh-huh sure sure bud yeah and then i felt like the superior one because i did own yoshi's island ds and he didn't (laughs) (laughs) and then now 15 years later i'm like why was i feeling good about this yoshi's island ds is like okay at best yeah it's that sense of pride like oh hey i have this and this guy didn't have it yeah pretty much and like normally like i'm not a you know like i'm never like oh yeah i have this thing and i'm better than you because of it but it was just like the situation of like oh yeah i have it too even though he didn't that made me like hat just like no i have the thing and you don't (laughs) suck it yeah yeah essentially um uh, so anyway, yeah, he goes through his whole spiel, leaves, uh, and then of course because he he mentions uh, heffalumps and woozles, and uh, gives, or you know the this, uh, stories version of uh, elephants and weasels, which Pooh even says like, oh yeah, you mean elephants and weasels? No, no, much worse, heffalumps and woozles. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes into that Alice in Wonderland uh, nightmare sequence that we had talked about. Um, I really like the way that it was. That that was animated. It, yeah. I like Alice in Wonderland style stuff. It, I feel, uh, it also like works in really well because like if something's like that in like a lighthearted film, it kind of like throws you off, but it just works so well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely illustrates the fact that this is supposed to be a nightmare. Uh-huh. The music catchy, it, you know, though. it's weird that I like the Alice in Wonderland stuff so much because, like, I never watched it as a kid. Not that was like one I. of the Disney movies that. Yeah, that's one of the ones that eluded me. It's like I didn't watch the first, like, the first time seeing Alice in Wonderland until like I was like fourteen or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember uh, like, like I watched it once in like pre-K because uh, I watched it in class because we were about to go see a play of it. Ah. And um. I remember like a couple instances with that where we would do stuff like that. Like there was one time in fifth grade, um, we read Fantastic Mr. Fox and then went on a field trip to the movie theater Ooh. and watched the movie version of it, which I watched that recently because it was on it's on Disney Plus. Cause I, I didn't know Disney owned it. I think it was originally a Fox movie and that's why yeah. it's on Disney Plus. Oh, my God. That's still that movie holds up. That's a good one. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah just i like the claymation style of that one just everything like a lot of the stuff is made out of cloth 
and you can tell it's made out of cloth but it still just works really well it fits perfectly and it makes it a little bit more realistic Mm -hmm. yeah it's a i yeah i really enjoy the art style that that movie took um anyway uh yeah the alice wonderland has a nightmare looked great um Pooh wakes up his house is flooded and we go into the whole situation with everything being flooded and um Pooh and piglet going missing and everyone else uh meeting up at christopher robin's house uh eeyore is still looking for a home for owl mm-hmm. and this is probably one of my favorite like little scenes with eeyore before you know he got ruined for me by uh giving away piglet's house um but like him sitting out floating on the chair and he's like oh there's a nice house for owl eh, a little damp for him though because it's and while it's just sinking <laughs> uh it's, that's he's got he's got some comedic relief to to it which yeah I he's like. got a lot of the characters have really good comedic timing oh yeah so yeah owl flies off looking for Pooh and piglet um he ends up like he doesn't really do anything to help them not really he's just kind of there he just shows up he just yeah he perches on the chair they all they both fall down the waterfall he could have saved them from that but no let's tell a story instead yeah um then like they end up switching so like Pooh was originally on the chair uh piglet was in or no Pooh was originally in the honeypot piglet was on the chair uh after going down the waterfall Pooh was on the chair piglet was in the honeypot and the honeypot got stuck under the chair it's and so like kind of weird yeah um but uh christopher finds uh poo first and then piglet is like oh poo you saved piglet i did <laughs> that was very heroic <laughs> of you it was <laughs> we're gonna throw you a hero party really <laughs> why it's like i didn't do anything i just listened to owl rant on about owl didn't even really help them no nope. like once again like he didn't like do anything to save him but also if he hadn't shown up they still would have ended up going down the waterfall and ending up right at christopher robin's house it's just like a nice little story before their immediate fall yeah, yeah. i don't know but um yeah so they have the hero party and this is when eeyore announces that he found owl's house uh they all go over to piglet's house uh dustin gets upset <laughs> <laughs> Dustin loses faith in Eeyore. Yeah, I Dustin writes "fuck Eeyore" in all caps <laughs> in the script. I want the man to a um, shirt now. Just man, fuck Eeyore or cancel Eeyore. I kind of want to put cancel Eeyore on the shirt. I want both. Uh, um, so yeah, Al now lives in Piglet's house. Uh, Pooh offers to let Piglet stay with him. Piglet accepts. Now, see, this is like worthy of giving Pooh a hero party yeah this is where it's like hey uh that was a nice thing Pooh. let's go have some honey you're a hero yeah and then like like he ends up you know having like the he still ends up having the party but now he's sharing it with piglet which like like i guess it's kind of heroic to give up your house for someone else but he didn't do that willingly no he he could have said like yeah no um he can stay with me but i don't want him living here for forever but now it's like, yeah. yeah, no, you can have or it. Or at the very least, he can he can live with me, but I'm staying here. Yeah, he could have said that, but nope. Just give the whole house yeah, away. He just he just got he got coerced into 
losing his family home. Yeah. Which apparently has been in his house for generations because, yeah, Trespasser Will, that was his grandfather. Yep. So, I don't know. Um, anyway, next um, chapter is more about Tigger. He's, you know, going on his usual daily, bouncing around, attacking people. Yep. Borderline assaulting. Borderline. Um, but you, you know, yeah, he's just assaulting people. Yeah. Um, he ends up saving his biggest bounce for rabbit and destroys his garden. Mm-hmm. And like, this is like one of the times where I actually kind of sympathize with rabbit in here because it's like, I mean, yeah, he kind of messed up your entire garden. I'd be mad too. Oh, yeah, it's like I could have eaten that pumpkin. Yeah, it's not like before where with Winnie, like when he was going through um rabbit's garden, he helped basically harvest the carrots, whereas Pooh, not Pooh, yeah. Tigger just destroyed everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Like, in certain cases, like, you see where Rabbit is, like, kind of, like, sympathetic with him not wanting to give Pooh any honey, but then getting kind of coerced into it. Yeah. But, like, he is very much just, like, a cranky old man throughout a lot of this. Oh, yeah. He, 100%. Um, like, I don't think there's really any character in the movie that isn't redeeming in some way. Like, er- but Rabbit kind of comes close. Gopher, I would say, is the most. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't really add anything new. He's just there for relief. Yeah, like, but then also, like, he's, um... His whole character, like, he's a very greedy character. Mm-hmm. Um, he only wants to help if he's getting paid, but he won't tell you how much he wants to get paid and all that. Sounds like a lot and- of people in the area. <laughs> In the area, you mean just in general? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> true. Um, yeah, Tigger ruins the garden. Garden hold or garden. Uh, Rabbit <laughs> holds a little meeting uh, with trying to convince Piglet and Pooh to try to stop Tigger from bouncing. I love how it's just uh, those two and not like the rest of the characters. Yeah. Did you notice uh, the meme that came out of that scene? Um, with uh, Pooh like the fi- falling asleep in the chair. Yeah. Yeah, that one. I I wanted to like put something referencing it in, and also the uh, uh, the video, but I couldn't find a way to do it. And also the gif where um Pooh's about to eat the pun- the honey at the hero party. I don't think I basically just remember that gif being memed. I I think it was like memed hundred percent, but it was just like for people saying like oh they're about to eat like a crap ton of like ridiculous food. It's not that basic. Mm. Basic white girls that post that you know that type of stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. One of those. I mean, like, yes, uh, food in animated shows look better than real life food. Mm-hmm. That's not a new thing. Yeah, that's no. something we've known for years. I always wanted to eat the pizza from the Goofy movie. Oh, dude, that's so it's cheesy. Just... <laughs> yeah, or um, they made a joke about that on a uh, Total Drama. Really? Because uh, the second season it was all based on like making a TV show and making movies and stuff, and um. So, like, they go into this huge buffet, and Owen eats all of it, and he gets a stomachache because none of the food is real. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it's prop food. It's made to look good, but it's, like, it doesn't... It's not real food. I don't know why, but just based off character design, uh, Owen reminds of reminds me of somebody that we both know. Are you talking about Big Bailey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we can mention Big Bailey. He's cool. Yeah. I still talk to him. I talked to him once in a while. It's, it'd be yeah. awesome if he was in the area still. Yeah, he's in. I, I don't want to say where he's from or where he's, he's like, right now. He's up north. 
yeah well that's yeah um that's yeah good job being big yeah um yeah i talk to him every now and then about wrestling yeah you can talk to him more he's a cool guy yeah i'm gonna try to get him to be in a video next summer Ooh, do it yeah i will uh i'll talk to you about it when we're done recording okay um yeah so they have the they have the whole um meeting trying to stop tigger and the plan is take him out into the woods get him lost leave him out there for a day come back and then convince him to stop bouncing because he'll be so grateful that we found him like first of all dick move very dick move just leave him out in the woods for a day yeah that's a good idea what if the half lumps and woozles get him mm-hmm. it's like why couldn't they just be like hey uh can you just stop bouncing for a while like you're causing a lot of yeah. damage they could just done very, that. yeah just like dude be careful you ruined my garden and you destroyed my house yeah yeah um but no let's be maniacal about it um they end up bringing him out there with and there's a bunch of heavy fog they succeed in losing him but then they get lost themselves oh the like, irony yeah then rabbit goes off to try to find the place by themselves because Pooh and piglet no longer um they no longer trust him to lead the way yeah it's like if you come with this great plan and you don't know the way back we're not going to trust you anymore yeah also we've come back to the sand pit like three times <laughs> But, um, and like Pooh, his idea is like, all right, yeah, as soon as we can't see the sand pit anymore, let's try to find the sand pit and then maybe we'll find home instead. Why couldn't they just like try to find home from where the sand pit was? Yeah. Well, I mean, that was what they were originally doing, but they would keep finding the sand pit. All right. So so it's kind of like, all right, we're going to find this pit one more time and then we're actually going to go look for home. Yeah. Or, well, no, it's more like we're going to try to find the pit, and because we're trying to find the pit, we'll actually find home, unlike when we try to find home and end up finding the pit. So it's like reverse psychology in a way. Yeah, essentially. Like, it, it's not a good idea, but it's better than just repeating the same idea over and over again. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of a valid point. Yeah. And they do end up finding home. Yeah. And then they. Like, well, yeah, they end up finding home without Rabbit, and then tigger has to go and save rabbit and like at that point if you're getting saved by tigger you just you should just accept that he's gonna be bouncy yeah like you may not like it just be like all right he saved my life i'll deal with it i'll tolerate it to an extent yeah Yeah, but i don't know that's that's not the rabbit way that doesn't make him a squidward like character nope um yeah, Tigger easily finds him because Tiggers never get lost. Nope. Um, in that case, I don't know if he's actually being truthful there, or if it's another situation like, oh, Tiggers love honey, Tiggers love bounce or climbing trees. I feel like that's like the one time where Tiggers never get lost. That's kind of true. Like that's the one thing where yeah. I'm like, all right, that I believe. <laughs> that and then uh, that he's the only one because I don't think they have ever shown another Tigger in Winnie the Pooh. I wonder how he uh, became the only one. Yeah. That's weird. like in the Tigger movie, um, like he has an epiphany that there were other Tiggers, uh, and then he tries looking for them, but he never finds them. So it's a weird thing. And also at the same time, he's a stuffed animal. He it could have been a situation where they made one, and then that was it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's a prototype. He's a prototype. Yeah. The rest of them don't have bouncy tails because tigers don't bounce. <laughs> Only Tiggers do. And they don't have head made of rubber. Yeah, the tops are made of the rubber, the bottoms are made of the springs. It's so catchy. 
it it is that's i used to sing the i used to sing that a lot every time i went on a trampoline i always had to sing the song it was ritual (laughs) there you go um so and so the whole story of rabbit trying to get tigger stop bouncing leads into the next chapter um it's snowing tigger and rue go bouncing and um they go try to ice skate because tigger loves ice skating except he can't actually ice skate and he just takes out rabbit yep um uh he ends up bouncing himself and rue up a tree because tiggers love climbing trees so we don't climb trees we bounce and so like you know gets to the top of the tree realizes he's afraid of heights um i didn't go over this too much in the video but like it cuts to um Pooh and Piglet, or it cuts to Pooh walking around this bush following these tracks, and they're his own tracks. Yeah. He's trying to track himself. And then uh, Piglet comes along, and he's like, oh, he decides to go tracking with him, and they're like, oh, there's another set of tracks here now. Yeah. <laughs> and so they end up. All right, no, oh, continue. Sorry, um, I was going to say, like, I also love how, like, while, Tig- while Tigger's, uh, he's scared, Root's just swinging on his tail. Yeah, he's just enjoying himself. Rue's having a good time. He could have probably gotten down the tree by himself. Yeah, but he was just up there just vibing. Nah. Yeah, he was enjoying himself. He was having a good time. Yeah, but back to what you were saying about the uh, the trail. Yeah, so they keep, like, you know, trying to track themselves. Um, they hear Tigger uh, calling for help, and they think it's... I think it was, like, a drag... A dragular is what you said? I think so. Might have tried to say, like, a Dracula or something. But, uh, he... He ends up realizing, oh, it's just Tigger and Rue. Yeah. And uh, so they end up going to save them. They hold out the uh, Christopher Robin's coat to catch Rue. Because, uh, you know, Rue is, like, not afraid at all. He just jumps without any question. And then Rabbit's like, all right, now he's in the tree forever. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah, Rabbit's just happy to get rid of him. And then yep. Tigger's like, oh, if I ever get down, I'll never bounce again. He's like, you heard that. He has to keep that promise. It's like, come on, rabbit. This guy's in distress right now. Dude is, Have a heart. The dude is scared, man. Just let him. This man saved your life. <laughs> and then the narrator's like, oh, hey, look, you can just get down on top of these words. Yeah, he just lets him slide down. But then he ends up turning the book upright before he lands, so he just still slams into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's one of the parts where I just genuinely laughed out loud. Mm-hmm. There was an edit that I tried to do for this, but it ended up being way more complicated than I thought it would. And I was going to try to, after he hits the ground, make Tigger disappear. And um, I had a green screen video of um, just like a Minecraft death animation oh. where, like, you know, all of your <laughs> items drop on the ground. I would have done an explosion where he just explodes. Yeah, essentially. Just like they have a little puff of white smoke and then the drops. I tried to get that in there, but it was. It ended up being like way too much of like I'd have to get like five different screenshots, yeah, all to just make it work. I ended up doing something similar earlier on in the video, but um, I wasn't able to do it for that one mainly because Rabbit was right next to him, so that meant there wasn't a lot of good shots of like that, uh, the snow that he landed on without anything over it. Yeah, yeah, but um, anyway, so. Tigger lands, uh, he goes to start bouncing again. Rabbit yells at him, like, no, you promised. 
And so Tigger stops. Um, he walks off. Everybody's upset by it because you know they like they prefer a bouncy Tigger to a mopey Tigger. Which like yeah, yeah. we don't need two Eors. <laughs> we don't need two depressed characters. We already got one. Yeah. Um, Rabbit caves in. Is like all right, fine. You can bounce. Um, then he gets so, body you know, slammed by him. Yeah, essentially, because that's that's uh, Tigger's love language is just assaulting people. <laughs> Um, I was gonna make a very bad joke, but I'm like, I'm just gonna keep it to myself. Alrighty then. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so they all start bouncing, including Rabbit. Rabbit's like, oh, I don't know if I can bounce. He's like, oh, you have the feet for it. And it's like, yeah, of course he could bounce. He's a rabbit. <laughs> That's like half of what they do. Mm-hmm. No, he's just the one rabbit that just casually walks everywhere. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, everybody starts bouncing. You know, it's a nice little happy ending to the chapter before going into Christopher Robin having to go off to school. Dude, I don't remember that part being as sad as a kid. Oh my god, yes. It, like, I... For some reason, I don't remember this part being sad, but as sad as it was, but I always remembered, um, the Mowgli going to the man village being really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, that... Well, I think that was the thing of, like, I really liked the dynamic between uh Mowgli and Baloo whereas with Christopher Robin he um he's not in the majority of the movie it's mostly centered around Pooh yeah and like Christopher Robin just like comes in to to help everybody yeah he's just there to be like that crutch yeah and like but like and I'm seeing as like um well, it's all in Christopher Robin's imagination. He'd rather play out the scenarios with all the toys, and then he comes in to be the big heroic one that saves everyone. <laughs> it's all in his head. He has schizophrenia. <laughs> Christopher, you've been asleep for four years. Please wake up. <laughs> you haven't been the same since the accident. We need you. <laughs> just imagine that. Uh, oh, jeez. Yeah, he's not actually going back to school. He's just waking up from the coma. <laughs> It's all about a medically induced coma. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I'm just realizing now, too, is it goes from uh, snowfall to the first day of school. Yeah. So the timeline's a little messed up there. Yeah, it's like we just did nothing for spring and summer. It was just nothing. Yeah, essentially. I also love how, like, where um, they said, where the narrator says, like, he's going to go learn, you know, what two plus two is, what ABCs are. Then I love, like, he said, going to learn about this country called Brazil. And I'm like, you can't escape Brazil now. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to Brazil. Uh, that is where you belong. <laughs> yeah. That was a little yeah. funny. Yep. Can't escape yep. Brazil. Yeah. Uh, um,. I lost my train of thought. But yeah, this is a very nice little heartfelt scene. Uh, they have the book closing and Pooh winking. Yeah. Um, yeah, they. I think they did really a good job at stitching these featurettes together. Yep, and I loved with Winnie the Pooh how they brought in a European like story over to an American audience because now like it's one of the biggest franchises that they've ever done. Yeah, they... I think... Um, I don't know if he's been in every Kingdom Hearts games, but I know he's been in, like, the numbered ones. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, like, you know, he's part of that. He's had, um, multiple movies after this. There was, like I mentioned, there's the Sager movie, uh, Piglet's Big movie. They had one, like, that was, like, just called Winnie the Pooh in 2011. I remember Which that. I almost clicked on when trying to watch 
the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, because like when I, I almost said the same thing too, and I'm like, this is the movie he wants to watch. Check the thing again. I'm like, oh no, he wants this one. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. I made sure to type that out f- for you. That was yeah, definitely the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. So we didn't end up watching different movies. Because if not, that would have been a very awkward, awkward podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking about two completely different movies. <laughs> uh, I kind of want to do that now. That's like a joke. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just like, oh, we go to talk about the Jungle Book, and you go to talk about the 2016 Jungle Book. <laughs> no, it's like you're talking about Jungle Book, and I'm talking about, like, um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas or something. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Just two complete... I thought we were going to be talking about the Grinch this month. Not no, man. we're talking about the Jungle Book. Oh. Still want to record? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, yeah, they... I like how they stitch them together. It does feel a little bit segmented and then the conflicts seem to end kind of quickly yeah like you can tell that they were shorts that were just put together as like a compilation yeah one of the big examples of like shorts ending quickly was or a conflict ending quickly is like even though like there was a lot going into the um rabbit trying to get tigger to stop bouncing there was like a good chunk of the movie rabbit was doing that yeah the between him actually getting Tigger to stop bouncing and then him telling Tigger that he can start bouncing again was like a minute. If that. If that, yeah. And so, like, that felt kind of jarring a little bit. I feel like I personally would have explored Tigger not bouncing a little bit longer. Yeah. But, like, I don't know if that was even originally a short or if that was like one of the scenes added. I think it was a short though. Yeah. Um, but like, so like I understand making that, you know, go by quickly, but it just still feels a little bit jarring and like just like kind of quick, like, oh, I want you to stop bouncing. Oh, you're sad. Okay, never mind. It's like, ah, uh, he's being all sad and stuff. All right, you can bounce again. Man, you win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I kind of want to read yeah. the books now to like see like what the similarities and differences are. Yeah, I do too. They're, I think uh, I don't know if it's you'd have to get them all separately. I think um, there is like one where it's just a collection of all the stories. Yeah, but yeah, it's. I, I'd one. really like to go back and just read them. Oh yeah, like the only time I'd ever like willingly go read a book. Yeah, it's. I used to love reading as a kid, and it just kind of stopped. There's only one book that I genuinely try to read, but I kind of got bored well i would say bored i just kind of mm-hmm. lost interest and that was uh for whom the bell tolls ah uh, yeah yeah is it because of the metallica song yep just like when i read johnny got his gun <laughs> i mean i started watching uh anthem by uh ayn rand because of um 2112 oh yeah 2112 was based off of that so such a great song it is a really good song really long song too rest in peace neil yeah uh yeah yeah god i I was at work when you told me about that. I, yeah, you were the person who broke the news to me. Yeah, I cried. Oh, yeah. I I didn't, like, fully cry because, you know, I was at work. I was trying to, you know, be at work and hold things together. But I got close a couple times. Just like when Eddie died. I legit got teary-eyed at work. And then, oh, jeez, when Eddie. Yeah. Man, this Eddie. year. Just, Seriously. like, like people said, like, a lot of stuff with, like, a lot of celebrities dying last year. But, like, this year it's... Well, like, when you, like, combine that with everything else that's going on in the world, it's just, man, it's it hits harder. Because, like, just off the top of my head, we had uh, Neil Peart, Eddie Van Halen, and now Alex Trebek. And Sean Connery. Yep, Sean Connery. 
Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just... Did, uh, What's up? Did Black Panther die this year or was it last year? No, that was this year. Yeah, the I can't remember his name. Uh, Maybe one second. Yeah, I was gonna look it up as well. Uh, it was uh, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Chadwick. Okay. Yeah, there was a sequel planned too. So I'm assuming they'd give that to um, the younger assistant character. Yeah. Is what they'll probably end up doing with that. More than likely, but I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I only watched that movie once i'm like trying to like watch all the marvel movies in order but i kind of fell off it a little bit yeah yeah because like other stuff happens video games come out i buy a pc stuff like that oh i know about games coming out and stuff been playing Mm -hmm. a lot of cold war recently so uh yeah how is that uh multiplayer isn't good campaign's all right and zombies (laughs) is fun but zombies Um, is being exploited badly Oh really? There are several glitches, and I'm not gonna lie, I have uh, been using those glitches as well. Hmm. But nice. besides that, it's fun. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been mostly I've been playing Minecraft. Have you tried out the new uh, snapshot? I have. Yeah. What do you think of uh, copper? How that's working so far? I don't really mind it that much. It's okay, yeah. but I just don't really get it that much. Yeah. One thing I am noticing with it though is um it seems like it's been hi- harder to find iron. Yeah, because they spawn at the same level. This one is it's also kind of like with netherite where you it's like really hard to find. Yeah. Well, that one you mostly have to trade with piglin or uh yeah, piglins to get those. I hate those so, things like, so much. <laughs> yeah, they're the only reason I wear golden shoes. The only reason why gold's useful now. Yeah, essentially. Well, I mean, powered rails, if you're making minecart rails. I also go in apples, but I love how I go from yeah. wanting to put in Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm getting off track. Uh, I mean, we already finished the movie. Um, but yeah, it was... Still absolutely love this movie. Great hunk of my childhood. And I feel like that's going to be the movie that, regardless of how old you are, you're still going to watch it with your family. Yeah, that's a very... That's something that Disney did very well is they made their movies kind of like timeless when it comes to just enjoying them with your family. Yeah, it's like well, it's like if you have kids, you're going to watch them with your kids and then their kids are going to watch it with their kids and so on. Like it's going to live forever. Yeah, definitely. Um but yeah, anyway, uh any final word before we head out? Um would you ever want this thing to be remastered in like a newer style of animation or just leave it alone? I would say, like, are you talking about, like, remaster it, like, it's shot for shot, same audio files, stuff like that? Same audio, everything is just, like, with a bit of the newer style of animation. So, the thing with that is, um, that works really well for video games. Yeah, whereas movies, it just leave it alone. Yeah, with movies, it's definitely a leave it alone style thing. Um, like, reboots are one thing, because, like, you're actively making a new movie from the ground up. Yeah. But, uh, and like, I could get into live action remakes. Although, I will say, the only live action remake from Disney that I've actually wanted to watch, I still haven't, but I kind of want to, is Christopher Robin. Yeah, like, I wanted to go see it in theaters, but then I just forgot about it. Yeah, well, the thing is, what that is, like, um, most of, like, the live action remakes are 
just that they're remakes yeah. of the classic disney movies christopher robin looks to be more of a continuation of the story yeah like it doesn't seem like it just starts something from scratch it's just like here's where we left off and now we're gonna continue it yeah because it's like christopher robin as an adult yeah and like you know that was never in any of the stories so it's just like a, oh he's looking back on it and it's see that i actually really like <laughs> he's finally woken up from the coma <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's still seeing he's still seeing poo <laughs> the voices are still in the head, head. <laughs> i also kind of like the way that uh the characters look in that because they look like just old stuffed animals yeah they look more like to what the 70s looks like Mm-hmm. yeah but yeah i i definitely uh yeah i definitely would not want them to like remaster it video game style yeah where it's just like changing the animation of it because like there's nothing wrong with the old animation if it was like a situation with like it's like i always prefer old animation more than new animation 100 percent. yeah um i mean that's why cuphead was so successful is uh, because it took that old animation style I nostalgia hate that game. nostalgia you hate that game is that what you said too difficult ah, so- yeah yeah I understand that. Because I tried doing a pacifist run and I nearly broke my monitor. (laughs) Well, that's why. I actually, I haven't touched the game. Um, I like the visuals. I just haven't. I'm not much of a run and gun type guy, but I do like the visuals. I think it looks very pretty. Oh, it very does. It looks beautiful. And the soundtrack's amazing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they definitely really nailed down that style. Oh, 100%. but and then like another thing with it is um unless it was like a show made in like the early days of like digital animation um there's never like really a problem quality wise because you know this is done on film yeah so you can upscale film to 4k you can't do that with like digital recordings no not at all so like if this was like made in like the early 2000s and like they didn't have a master copy of it that was high res that they didn't put out because you know you can't and that'd be like one thing um like if you watch like i think it was like old episodes of um certain tv shows they look like crap nowadays because they were recorded digitally and like you get that a lot with old youtube videos because they were recorded in 480p or well they were uploaded in 480p and they don't have the master files for them anymore uh, with old, but like with old like film stuff, there's like no reason to upres it because you can already get, or no reason to redo it because you can already get it in a high resolution. Yeah, because like, like, well, one thing I just really want to say is yeah, like okay. with that is like you can, like people have taken like old Beatles music videos, mm-hmm. and like on the official Beatles YouTube channel, and they are in 4K, mm-hmm. and it's because it was filmed, so they're able to upres that, and people are amazed by it. Yeah, but yeah. It's just yeah. No, there's no reason to. There's no reason to try to remake it. Yeah, because like I really brought up with that with a coworker because like we were talking about how how I'm gonna be talking about this movie when when my friend, and they were like, oh, I'd be awesome. I don't like it, but I want it to be remade into like the newer animation. And I'm like, mm, it doesn't need to be. It's good as is. You know. Yeah, like I mean, and you get like some of that with the newer Winnie the Pooh movies. They do look more modern. Yeah, but um, like this is a classic. Just leave it as is. Yeah, um, 
And I definitely don't want to see it in the Cal Art style. Yeah. Like the Cal Art style is fine, but like it's everywhere. You don't need to put it on everything. <laughs> you don't need to. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you all for uh, listening to the VCR cast. I have been Dustin Gerard. And I've been Ian Ladd. Uh, thank you all for listening, and we will see you next month. Yep, see you soon. Bye.